Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. Straightforward talk and out with it. Current events, local, world news, and trending. This is Thursday, 8 p.m. So come out and join me. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. So, what is going on here this week in the current events, local world news, and trending? So, here in Canada, ex- Uh, Experts warn of pandemic's deepening impact on mental health as caseloads rise. As at least one provincial leader weighs the tough questions on whether to order more lockdowns over the holidays to cope with the swelling second wave of the pandemic, a business organization is warning that the stress could be pushing many business owners beyond the brink. Well, you see, when you do a lockdown and, you know, essential services can be remain open and, you know, the big box stores, you know, they can be remain open because they sell groceries in the big box stores. And they can sell all non-essential items. So all these other non-essential services your mom and pa, small businesses who sell non-essential merchandise can't sell it. The Quebec Premier announced tighter lockdown measures earlier this week after weeks of calls from medical professionals for more stringent measures. The Alberta government ordered a four-week lockdown earlier this month. Today, Ontario Premier Doug Ford told a news conference several times that everything is on the table as the province struggles to contain its rising local caseloads. Well, everything's on the table, then do something with it. Let's not just say everything's on the table. We're seeing caseloads across the entire province of here, Ontario everywhere. Every single floor in the University Hospital here in the City of London has an outbreak. We're getting more outbreaks in schools, whether it's high schools or public schools. 
retirement homes and nursing homes. So I don't know why he has to sound like a broken record. Every single day he comes out there and just not do something. And he hinted that the greater Toronto and Hamilton regions could be in line for new restrictions. Well, the greater, the greater Toronto. Well, let's just lock down all of the greater Toronto area. Not just the city of Toronto, not just the Peel region. Not just move west down the highway towards Hamilton and Niagara Falls. Shut down the whole entire area. At the same time, Forsyth, he's worried about the, in, the impact of of new restrictions might have on individuals' mental health. Well, it's all weighing in on us now, isn't it? You know, quite frankly, we're pretty fed up. We're human beings, right? I'm tired of it. I'm sick and tired of it. We didn't ask for this. This isn't our fault. We're seeing, you know, addictions rise right now. We're seeing suicide rise, foretold the press conference today. We have to, to measure everything is not always health. Health is number one. That's the number one priority. Without health, we don't have our economy. That's true. The Canadian Federation of Independent Business estimates that between 55,000 and 218,000 small and medium-sized businesses are at risk of closing due to the pandemic. This organization has fielded roughly 65,000 calls from panicked business people who are watching their savings evaporate. Well, we had the first initial shutdown back in the springtime. Of course, that was rough on everybody. Then we gradually opened things up, but we still had some restrictions in place. And they even talked about the second wave. And here we are. Many of the business owners are calling in, they're calling in tears, seeing their business vanish in their hands. But a dozen of them have contemplated suicide, taken their own lives, he said recently. And this is not good, ladies and gentlemen. This is not good at all. We've had to provide our own counselors with some support to help them provide advice and counseling to dealing with the trauma they are facing every day after listening, listening to hundreds and hundreds of calls from business owners that are absolutely desperate. As some business prepared to close for a second time, many are doing so in the, in the knowledge that the next inevitable step is bankruptcy. There's no reserve or no 
fat left to trim in businesses at this stage, he said. So the degree of desperations that we're hearing right now is quite incredible as businesses now look at a whole winter of no sales. Healthcare officials, the top health doctors, hospital doctors are, cost, are, are, are calling for wider measures of shutdown. And here they're saying at the 40% rate per 100,000, and we're higher than that. The recent studies conducted by the Canadian Mental Health Association says 40% of Canadians report their mental health has deteriorated since March, a figure that rises to 61% among the unemployed. They had a job, they got, well, not all of them all went back to work because of how their other businesses closed down. There wasn't a lot of work for anybody, even over the summertime because they weren't full staff. So many of these things perhaps we took for granted before the, the, the contribute to our mental health has disappeared. So the social connection with family and friends the connections we experience through work, a reliable income, things like this. Eaton said she fears that many people are so deep in despair, now they can't see past it. We know that Crisis Service Canada, where it runs the Canadian Suicide Prevention Service, has seen a 200% increase in demand, she said. So the calls are are coming in fast and furious. MPs call for a new suicide hotline. On December the 11th, members of Parliament unanimously passed a motion tabled by the uh, MP Todd uh, Doherty calling on the government to immediately launch an easy to remember three digit national suicide hotline number. 988 to make it simpler for people in crisis to reach out for help. The Canadian Radio, Television, and Telecommunications Commission will hold public consultations on the hotline proposal in the new year. Well, we need something now. The 988 National Suicide Hotline is expected to roll out in the United States in 2022. We need something right now. Eaton said that while the recent arrival of the first COVID-19 vaccines in Canada is cause for optimism, the pandemic's impact on mental health will outlast the crisis itself. Decided that 2016 wildfire that consumed much of Fort McMurray, Alberta, an event that caused stress and anxiety among residents for, for more than a year afterwards. This is going to cause a lot of stress and a lot of mental anxiety, even when this is gone. After the fires had ended and people had gone back home, that wasn't the end of the mental health issues. People were calling on local CMHA up to 18 months after the originating incident. 
it's like if you're involved in a really bad accident or you've seen a really bad accident, you know, it's going to trouble you for some time. We need to be thinking not just about the moment where people are, are already struggling, but the longer term. And I think there's much that the governments can do in terms of providing further So, doctors are calling for more measures, stricter measures. You know, Toronto in the Peel region, coming up on the 21st of this month would be 28 days that they were in lockdown. And there was no change in their numbers. They were still averaging over 600 a day. York region went into lockdown. Windsor-Essex went into lockdown. People are going elsewhere to shop over these coming up to the Christmas Christmas holiday. They're going into the less restricted areas, could be potentially driving up the numbers. Premier Doug Ford says, that's where it's happening. So he says it's not off the table, nothing's off the table for the greater Toronto area to potentially go into a lockdown. Somewhat similar to what it was in the springtime. So, you know, it's find something here. Here's one here. You know, this is why we're having problems. Also with this second wave. You know, people somehow are not getting the message, I guess. Ontario homeowner slapped with an $880 fine after hosting birthday party that's now linked to COVID-19. An Ontario homeowner who hosted a birthday party 
that nearly two dozen people attended is now facing an $880 fine after it was revealed that 11 COVID-19 cases have been connected to it, authorities, authorities said. The birthday party was held at a private residence on December the 6th in the city of Bonn. Officials said that a total of 22 people attended the party. When the party was held, the regional police uh, was placed in the red zone for an indoor gathering limited to five people. The York region was placed in in the red zone, and there was only to be only five people in the household. They had 22, and 11 of them got COVID. To date, there have been 11 COVID-19 cases in people between the ages of 3 and 54 associated with the party. Nine of the cases are from the York region, while two are from Toronto. And Toronto was in the lockdown before the York region was. Of the 22 attendees, attendees seven were identified as high-risk contacts, and four are considered low-risk contacts with the remaining 11 attendancies confirmed cases, York Region Public Health State in a statement. Individuals were considered low risk if, they, if they'd uh, dropped uh, presence at the door and stayed outside. Attendees went inside, have been deemed high risk, and have been advised to isolate and self-monitor the signs of the symptoms of COVID-19 until December the 21st. So hopefully they oblige by this and they don't go anywhere. The health unit said that the homeowner is now facing a $700 fine with an, an additional $130 surcharge, which brings it up to $880. This serves as a reminder how social gatherings, including birthday parties and holiday celebrations, may seem harmless, but they have the potential to spread COVID-19 to children and vulnerable adults. So what are we going to do this Christmas, ladies and gentlemen? Keep it to your own household. Is what we need to do. But somehow, these lockdown orders don't seem to be working. People holding parties. And when you're when you're in a lockdown, or even in the red, what we're in here in the city of London, it's only five to a household. That's it. Nobody from the outside. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, even here across Canada, I'm telling you right now, people see that you have more people in your household than you should. They are going to rat you out. Your neighbors are going to call the authorities on you. That's exactly what is going to happen. 
You think you can hide. You can think you can hide the fact that you're having a party when you cannot. Because believe me, I'd be the one. I'd be the one to pick up the phone. My neighbors had too many people in their house. I'm sick and tired of this just as much as everybody else is. For everybody out there doing all the right things, I thank you for that. If we keep seeing the numbers that we're seeing here in London, Ontario, Canada, we will be in lockdown before Christmas Eve. You know, the, 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 the vaccines can't be distributed fast enough. Like I said before, it's going to take time. Even to get the majority of Canadians vaccinated, they're talking about next September, next fall. For those who want the vaccine. Like I said, when it's my turn, I'll get vaccinated. Because I want to protect my family. I want to protect my friends. I want to protect my co-workers. I want to protect the public. And that's the attitude everybody needs to take. But it just seems to me, some people out there just don't give a shit. I think you should get more than an $880 fine. I think you should get more than that. I don't think the fine is enough. Absolutely ridiculous with some people out there. Now, today, news conference from our, our Premier of Ontario. Uh, Premier Doug Ford says he will not make a snap decision on whether to put more regions into lockdown amid record-breaking COVID-19 infections, despite a call from the Ontario Hospital Association to move all regions in the red zone of the COVID-19 framework into a robustly enforced shutdown. And the terrorists in a red zone where I live. Want to shut it down? Shut it down. Speaking at a news conference on Thursday afternoon, the Premier said he has been in discussions with the hospital CEOs but actively avoided mentioning the possibility of future public health measures. There's a lot of things to consider, Ford told reporters. The worst thing we could do is rush up there and make a snap decision in a heartbeat. We have to make sure that if we do make this decision, it's going to be it's going to be two weeks. Is it going to be three weeks? Is it going to be twenty-eight days for a full cycle? 
I don't know where he comes up with this stuff. I really don't. There are so many things to consider, but again, I won't hesitate. I will not hesitate to whatever it takes to slow down this trend that we see. Well, this trend doesn't be doesn't seem to be slowing down because, like I said, Toronto's lockdown is over on the 21st, and their numbers are still up. So it seems to me it did nothing. Among the things to consider according to the Premier includes the availability of daycare, schools, ensuring hotels are available for people who have COVID-19, alternatives for hospitals, more at capacity, and more support for small businesses. Well, we do nothing then the hospitals will be at full capacity and then you're going to have no choice but to shut down daycares and schools. The entire economy again. The entire economy again. I'm always concerned about small businesses. Board said, hinting that before a decision can be made on further restrictions, support needs to be guaranteed for owners. Well, these small businesses, these small non-essential businesses can't open in, in these lockdown areas, but the big box stores can be open and sell non-essential items. So people are just flocking to the big box stores. And the big box stores are making money hand over fist. We're, similar, we're, we're supporting big box stores, but we're not supporting the small stores. That doesn't even make sense. Hours before the Premier's new conference, the uh, Ontario Hospital Association called for immediate action as the number of daily infections and hospitalizations related to the novel coronavirus continues to grow. In a statement issued on Thursday morning, the association called for immediate action as the number of daily infections and hospitalizations related to the novel coronavirus continues to grow. A growing number of hospitals are grappling with scheduled and grappling with outbreaks, and many have already canceled surgeries and other activity. The Ontario healthcare professionals are being asked to carry a very heavy burden. Yes, they are because the Premier is hesitant on what he wants to do. And while he's being hesitant on what he wants to do, more people are going to be in the hospital. So I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to the lighter side of things. And let's see what we can find here. Back on that stuff.
Let's see what we can have here for the lighter side. Let's see. Christmas truce. World War One was a dark episode for humanity. It's estimated on one of these houses. Sorry. A tree, <clears throat> excuse me, a tree for your holidays. Christmas trees are a central part of Christmas. And it's sad whenever any family is able to get one, especially for the children. Such was this case for the Alberta. Albert family during the Christmas of 1958, when unluckily, unluckily circumstances Why is that breaking out on me here? It's breaking out on me. Ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Well, I guess we won't do that one. Click on this one. Sorry about that, there, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe this one. I'm picking it up a little here. Sorry about the audio of yesterday's. Sort of had a little. Uh, system blow through here and it was messing with everything but i just hate when things slow down and then you know it doesn't uh it doesn't want to work well so i just wanted a short story is what i was looking for that's what i was looking for Back out of this stuff here for a moment. Things get slowed down, but nothing I can do about that. You know, Wi-Fi is what it is. So let's see what we can do here. We'll just click right out of this stuff and go back in again. So, anyways, I hope everybody out there is having, you know, hope you're having a good week. I really do. So here goes with my, my connection here again. Oh, now it's back. Unbelievable sometimes. Let's try this one. Let's see what we come up with this one here. Hopefully, you know, it doesn't bog down again. Let's see. Tell me that here. 
here's one here. I've been waiting for Christmas. I've been waiting for Christmas and it's almost here. I've been waiting for Christmas. Santa's getting near. Can't you hear the sleigh bells ringing? Reindeer up so high. Can't you hear the children singing as they watch the sky? Clitter clatter, baking pins, cookie cutters, rolling pins, Christmas cookies, let's begin. Sugar, flour, eggs, and butter, mixing bowls in a wooden spoon. Round and round we turn the batter. We'll all have dough to roll out soon. Cut the cookies with the cutters, diamonds, or circles, or a crescent moon. Pop them into the oven on December afternoon. Christmas is a good feeling. Christmas is a good feeling. You feel so blessed this day. You know for sure the things that will come as happiness is on its way. Christmas spirit stays in heart. It's the time of the year. It's that wonderful start of the Christmas light in life. So a couple of little short, short, short poems, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get our thank yous out there to all our essential workers, all of our workers, our frontline workers, our doctors and our nurses, in our paramedics, in our police, and our fire department, I thank you for the job that you do day in and day out. And thank you to my guests and my listeners and my followers. I thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me here on the Trust Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Have a great evening, everybody, and take care.